Welcome back to Skincare Made Simple, the podcast where we simplify the overly complicated world of skincare and provide you with all the tips and tricks to achieve clear, healthy, glowing skin. I'm your host, Ella, and today we'll be diving deep into the fascinating world of free radicals and the impact they have on your skin. As always, there are lots of links in the show notes, including where you can find me on socials to get a daily dose of skincare information, a link to shop my shelf and see all of my esthetician-approved acne-friendly skincare products sorted out by skin type and concern, and then also a link to get your completely free 30 Days to Healthier Skin calendar. This calendar has something to do, just one little thing to do every single day for 30 days to help get you on the road to healthier skin. Notice I'm saying healthier skin, not clear skin. This will help you set your skin goals, focus on exactly what you want to do, and help set you up for success to achieve your goals. There's also going to be a link down below where you can work with me at one-on-one. I have three different options to pick from depending on how much help you would like with your skin. Now on to free radicals. So what are free radicals? Free radicals are unstable molecules that have an unpaired electron. In an attempt to stabilize themselves, they actually steal electrons from nearby molecules, and in thus it turns those molecules unstable, which can lead to a chain reaction of oxidative stress, causing damage to our cells, including our skin cells. They are a natural byproduct of our metabolism. There are many different processes in our body that do produce free radicals, but we mostly run into them from external factors like environmental pollution, UV radiation, so the sun, and cigarette smoke. Now, like I said, our bodies do naturally produce some free radicals as byproducts of normal cell processes, but too many free radicals overwhelm our antioxidant defense system, and it can lead to a state called oxidative stress. This is when the free radicals start damaging lipids, proteins, and the actual DNA in our cells, through oxidation. One place that oxidative damage shows up is in our skin. Free radicals can oxidize the sebum and naturally produced in our pores. This process is called lipid perioxidation. And sebum is essential for maintaining skin's moisture balance and protecting it from external aggressors. But oxidized sebum is thicker and stickier and blocks follicles more easily. This altered sebum encourages the colonization of the pore-clogging bacteria that contributes to inflammatory acne lesions and those red, painful bumps under the skin. P. acne bacteria, which we all have on our skin, actually feeds off an excess of sebum, so when our pores are clogged, it is the perfect breeding ground leading to the development of papules, pustules, nodules, and cystic acne, those large painful bumps under the skin that take much longer to get rid of. Those are also called inflammatory acne, whereas whiteheads and blackheads are non-inflammatory and are just simply clogged pores. Inflammatory acne is a mix of the clog, so your pores can be clogged by leftover makeup, excess of sebum, this oxidized sebum, it can be clogged by dead skin cells, all sorts of stuff, and then it also has the inflammation and the P. acne bacteria. That's what's going to cause that inflammatory acne, and those are the ones that are much, much harder to get rid of. Not impossible, definitely doable, just harder. But free radicals don't just wreak havoc on our sebum. They also interfere with collagen production in the skin. Collagen gives our skin its youthful structure and elasticity. Healthy collagen levels keep pores tight and skin smooth. 
As we age, our natural collagen production declines, but free radicals cause collagen to degrade more quickly through oxidation and reducing collagen synthesis. This leads to the formation of wrinkles and sagging skin. Free radicals also deactivate the enzymes that build new collagen. This decline in collagen accelerates the aging process. Studies have shown that people with higher antioxidant levels through topicals, diet, and supplementation tend to have less severe signs of collagen loss compared to those with lower oxidation levels. So what can we do to combat the effects of free radicals on our skin? The key lies in antioxidants. Antioxidants are molecules that neutralize free radicals by donating an electron without becoming unstable themselves. They act as a protective shield, safeguarding our skin from those harmful effects of oxidative stress. Incorporating antioxidant-rich skincare products into your routine can be a total game changer. We've all heard that we should use a vitamin C serum in our morning skincare, and this is exactly why. Look for ingredients like vitamin C, vitamin E, green tea extract, and revestrol because they can all help to neutralize free radicals, reducing inflammation, and protecting your skin's natural sebum from being altered. The easiest form to find is going to be a vitamin C serum, of course. Look for a formula that has an airless pump and not a dropper. L-ascorbic acid is known to be very, very difficult to work with and stabilize, and it can easily become unstabilized when exposed to oxygen and light. So that means that it's going to go bad much faster, and by the time you get halfway through the bottle, you don't even know if it's doing what it should. So the fact that they put vitamin C in a dropper like that just makes no sense, because that's how you're going to find a lot of formulas. But an airless pump is going to be the best way to get it. L-ascorbic acid is the most common form that you'll find, but it's not the only form. Dermatologist Dr. Whitney Bowe recently came out with a brand new vitamin C called Asta-C. I've been testing it out for about a month now, and it is phenomenal. She has two brand new forms of vitamin C, and I'm not going to be surprised if we start seeing these two new forms of vitamin C showing up everywhere and completely replacing L-ascorbic acid. Because L-ascorbic acid, to stabilize it, it has to be set at such a low pH that it can cause a lot of sensitivities in the skin. And this is why people say that you shouldn't mix a vitamin C and a retinoid. Now, these two new forms of vitamin C that Dr. Bo has found can actually be used with retinoids because they can be formulated closer to your skin's natural pH level, which is, sits around a 5.5. So your skin is slightly acidic. But when products are too acidic, they can cause all sorts of irritations. So look for airless pump. And if you can get your hands on Dr. Bo's Astasy, I highly recommend that one. This is not sponsored. I just really love it. And I love that you can use it morning and night to really get all the benefits from your vitamin C. Furthermore, a well-balanced diet rich in antioxidants can also benefit your skin. Foods like berries and leafy greens, nuts, and seeds are packed with these beneficial molecules and can contribute to overall health. We do have an episode coming up in a few weeks talking about foods that can benefit skin health, so stay tuned for that. And if you have any specific questions about that, please feel free to reach out to me at any of the links in the show notes. Of course, protection is equally important. I've said it before, and I'll say it a million more times. Don't forget to shield your skin from harmful UV rays by using a broad spectrum SPF 30, at least SPF 30. 
UV radiation is a significant source of free radicals and protecting your skin from the sun can go a long way in preventing oxidative damage. Did you know that the sun actually kills far more people at the beach every year than sharks? Savannah Boda, also known as the Dallas Esthetician, if you don't follow her, you absolutely should. Her posts are amazing and her graphics are always so cute. But she made a post a few days ago pointing this out in a cute little graphic and I honestly never really thought to compare the two, but it is crazy to think about it that way. Sharks kill an average of five people every year while the sun, through skin cancer, kills on average 9,000 people a year. And that's just the people that skin cancer kills. That doesn't mention all the people who survive but have their lives completely turned upside down and now have large scars on their face or their body from where they successfully removed the cancer or just having to go through chemo, having to just, there's a lot. All that to say, wear your sunscreen and reapply every two hours. There is no excuse to not reapply even over your makeup. There are so many sprays and powders and creams and all of that that you can put on over your makeup. And even if you have SPF in your makeup, if you're using like a tinted SPF as your foundation or you have a SPF moisturizer, all that, you have to use so much of those combo products to really get the benefit from the SPF. So I do honestly believe that it is best to have a separate sunscreen. And then also, if you would like to have it in your foundation, I love the Power 28 Skin Tint. It has SPF, I believe, 30 in it, but that's not the only sunscreen that I wear during the day. I make sure that I have an actual sunscreen. Currently loving the Zistica Mega Shade Sunscreen. It wears so beautifully under makeup, and it is perfect for acne-prone skin. And then I'll do my Tower 28 Skin Tint on top of that, and then I will set it with, I have a couple different setting sprays that I like that are all SPF friendly or I'll have SPF, but one of them is the Sunbum Skin Mist. That one's great on a more affordable side. I also really love it, the Kate Somerville, uh, what is their makeup setting spray that has SPF 50 in it. Lots of great options. Those are just two of so many options. Supergoop has a great one also. I really like the Supergoop powder to reapply. And if I'm feeling a little bit oily, a little bit shiny, then I can use that to mattify a little bit. So really, there are no excuses to not wear your sunscreen. And because of this oxidative damage, oxidative stress that UV rays cause, if you have any skin concern that you are trying to treat, if it is aging, if it's dark spots and hyperpigmentation, if it's acne, you need to be wearing your sunscreen or else it's almost completely pointless to do any sort of skincare whatsoever. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money because the sun's going to undo all of it through free radicals. Now, I don't know why free radicals aren't talked about far more because they do cause so much damage to our skin and they do cause damage in other areas of our body. I do believe, don't quote me on this, I need to look it up, um, but I do believe when I was doing all of my research for this, I saw something about how a study has shown that an over accumulation of free radicals in the body can lead to cancers. So I'm not just talking skin cancer, I'm talking about other cancers in the body. So there are so many things that free radicals cause. Making sure that you have an overall healthy lifestyle, you're wearing your sunscreen to protect yourself from UV rays, you're eating all of your fruits and vegetables, every color of the rainbow, 
all of that to make sure that you're protecting yourself inside. We are minimizing any sort of processed foods, processed sugars, all of that. Those, I'm not saying cut them out completely. I love a good macaroon. I may have had a macaroon from Trader Joe's right before recording this, but do it in moderation. Still focus on having an overall healthy lifestyle so that you can be healthy from the inside out. Everything that happens in your body shows up on your skin in some way, shape, or form. So if you truly want to treat your acne, if you truly want to uh, prevent aging or age, I say prevent aging, you can't prevent aging, but if you would like to age more gracefully or anything like that, if you're trying to lighten dark spots, no matter what your skin concern is, if you're not properly taking care of your insides, and that includes your mental health as well, free radicals are also linked to stress. So if you are chronically stressed all the time, adopt something that you can do every day, even if it's just five minutes of deep breathing or journaling in the morning or journaling at night before you go to bed or doing yoga, going for a run, something you can do to reduce the amount of stress in your life. If you would like a healthy skin, you need to have an overall healthy lifestyle. The gut-brain-skin connection is so strong. So everything that happens in your gut internally, everything that happens in your brain with stress or anything like that, and then your skin, it is all so interconnected. But in conclusion, on free radicals specifically, they do need to be taken into consideration when choosing your skincare products. You don't necessarily have to have a vitamin C serum in your routine, but you need to make sure you have some sort of antioxidant something. I also really like the Polish Choice Powerberry Serum. That has antioxidants from 13 different berries. That one is phenomenal at helping with redness. It's really lightweight on the skin, so it's not like you're piling on a whole bunch of products that are going to end up feeling a little bit thicker. And it has very powerful antioxidants in them, but it's not a standard vitamin C serum. So you don't have to specifically look for one that says vitamin C. That's going to be the easiest to find. But especially if you can't find one that you like that is more gentle on the skin, the Polish Choice Powerberry Serum is going to be a really good place to start there. So again, we're talking about all of these external things, but they are a natural part of your body's process. You can't avoid them completely. We just want to avoid having an excess of free radicals since they can wreak such havoc on our skin with the altering the sebum and causing inflammation that can then worsen the acne, they can deplete our collagen, all of this. So incorporating antioxidants into your skincare routine and your lifestyle can combat the damaging effects of these free radical molecules and promote healthier, clearer skin. That is going to be it for today's episode on free radicals and their impact on your skin. I hope you found this information enlightening and helpful in your skincare journey, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on and or share this with a friend. Share this on socials and tag me. I would love to see if you are listening. I want to interact with you as much as I can. But I appreciate you tuning in to Skincare Made Simple and come back next week to learn all about skin texture, what causes it, how to get rid of it, all of that. So if you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at any of the links in the show notes. And until next time, take care of your skin, protect it from those pesky free radicals, and reapply your sunscreen.